Hey, cheers oh. to you, Catherine. Cheers Woo! to you, Catherine. Yes, Johnny, up, not Catherine? that Matt, Jay, Alexander. Oh, oh yes. Oh, join us in this joy fest. Join us. Alicia Dizel, be gone. Be gone. It's like that girl at Space Jam with Charles Barkley. Be gone, wannabe. Get out. You are be gone. gone. Be gone. Ha ha. Oh. You're out. <laughs> So that was a game, and that was a season. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us, everybody. This is the stretch four. We are the Bulls Outcasts. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Our buddy John took an early start to his summer vacation, and uh, we missed him terribly. Uh, as always, a reminder: if you want to join the conversation with us, hit that hot mic button on your hot mic app. You can be on screen and share your thoughts about tonight's game probably not about the season in the future more likely and as always tips are welcome and appreciated so big dave happy that it's over right it's scary i'm gonna do my best to make peace with the fact that this ridiculous meaningless win right now just cost the bulls about another six percent in their in their lottery odd situation yes i'm gonna quickly make my peace with that sure and turn to you and instead of being the Debbie Downer I usually am, say once again how excited I am to see what happens this offseason. Because Man. we heard AK say on trade deadline day, more changes are coming. More changes are coming. And I can't wait to see what those changes are. I cannot wait, Matt. It feels so nice. This feels so nice. I don't when the season ended last year, you were, you were, it was more like irrational hope and with mixed with slight depression. And then even the same, the year before that, and even the year before that, because all that trash that we had to deal with, but this, Mm. this feels different, my friends, because it's, it's actually logical hope because he's telling you what he's going to do. He has not said, AK has not said one thing, that he has not one thing. Everything he said, he either tried he tried to do or he did it. The only the playoffs. That's it. Because he tried to make the playoffs. But everything he has done and said that he wanted to do and what he wanted to go get and the fits he wanted for this team, as far as the coaching staff, as far as the players, as far as the, the people around him, as far as GMs and everybody like that, as far as the free agents, he anybody he was very open about what they could do and what they couldn't do and he went and he did it every single time we weren't used to that as Bulls fans so we when he would say these things we're looking we, we've learned to read between the lines to deal with in the past right. we've right. all become you know like real detectives you know because of that reason and we were like wait a minute where's where's the flaw where's the lie it wasn't one he was telling the truth the entire time <laughs> in your face. So when he says more change, when he says I want to be in the playoffs coming in next year, when he says we want to get big free agents here, we want to make this a destination for NBA talent, believe it mm-hmm. because he has shown you everything he wants to do and has done it, guys. 
and it feels so good. Shout out to AK and Market. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, you know, there are a lot of different things that we might see this offseason uh, yeah. when it comes to the other elements that they try and bring in here and the elements that are currently here that they say, hey, thanks for everything. Good luck. See it. See you never. <laughs> Is there a player or players beyond the obvious returnees of Zach Vooch? Most certainly Patrick Williams, probably Kobe, unless mm-hmm. they get a great trade offer for him or something, yeah. or or find a great point guard on the market or in a trade that that showed you this season, whether they were here at the start of it or they arrived at the deadline. I want that guy around next season to see where AK and Eversley go from here. Other than mm. the unknowable free agent acquisitions or trades that might happen in the offseason, and whether or not we have a draft pick, mm. is there somebody on this roster right now, other than the obvious gonna be here's that you want to be here? Wow, there are a couple. Um, one definitely is is your guy, uh, Daniel Tice. Tice, uh, Tice. I, I like that. I know how to say his name now because of Stacy. Because I think Tice, Tice, baby. Like I hey, yep. Um, but him, like you see, the dividends that he paid for this team. And above anything, Chicago sports fans, not doesn't matter the sport. Chicago sports fans love hardworking, nose to the grindstone kind of players. Guys who come in and do their job and get a little dirt. Any sport in Chicago, we love that. So along with skill. And you see the how well he worked in that lineup with Vooch. You know, it felt good. I thought he shot too many threes, but they were open and he took them. So I was mm-hmm. okay with that. And it wasn't like he was shooting six of them. He was shooting about at most three a game, right? But there, as there as were, opposed to one of our former big men, Wendell, who yes. when he got ball and was open behind the three point line, like yeah. tucked his tail between his legs and ran home. Correct, <laughs> correct. And I mean, yeah, yeah, literally. And <laughs> <laughs> so him, I'd like to see. Um, the other one I'd like to see. I'd like to see Garrett Temple get mm. get another year here. I would. I like, I like what he this. provided. I like what I like he provided. This. Um, give, give Garrett Temple his due right now because I've seen some yeah. Bulls fans hounding Temple for some some underwhelming games recently and saying the guy's trash. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. There were times no when Garrett Temple was our second or third best player. Yes, yes. he had, we actually won games because of him on both ends of the floor. Like we got a guy who, who people you know didn't know much about coming in. But all you kept hearing was he was an amazing teammate. That's the most things you kept hearing about Garrett Temple. But the Bulls knew that he could shoot, and the Bulls knew that you needed some veterans on this team. You got a guy you can plug at the two or the three who can shoot the three-point shot, especially from the baseline, and mm-hmm. a guy who can actually guard the team's best uh, back- backcourt guard. He can actually guard them. You can actually put him on that player, and he can be there and won't right. need any help or anything like that. Having that, is very helpful because when you got a backcourt like Kobe and Zach, or I don't, we don't know what a point guard is going to be, but I'm just going to say Kobe and Zach right now. When you got that kind of backcourt, that's not great defense. Mm-hmm. You don't have a great defensive backcourt there. Having Garrett Temple back there just really helped. You know, th- I take it back to the play I saw when Wendell was here, when he was scared to shoot. And remember, he got the ball at the top of the key. Garrett was wide open, top of the key. Yeah. And he said, I don't know what to do. And he threw it back to Garrett Temple. And Garrett Temple 
threw it right back at him and said, shoot the ball, man. And he shot it and it went in. And honestly, Wendell's game kind of changed after that, if you noticed it. Honestly, go Gary, back and Gary look at Temple that. didn't say shoot the ball. He said shoot right. the bow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> shoot the bow. What are you doing? Shoot the bow. That's what he said. And he shot that joker and it went in. And you just saw him smiling happy. That's what that provides. That kind of veteran leadership. That kind of guy on your team who you know can run the actual offense and defense and call out the plays and communicate on the floor. You mm-hmm. need that in your backcourt. You've gotten in your front court with Daniel Tice. You've got that. But now having that guy in your backcourt like that, another veteran that can do it, I would love to see him return. He has a two-year deal. I, w- I would love to see him come back if possible. Absolutely. I, I, I'm with, I, that is not the answer I was expecting, but mm-hmm. I would love that that was your answer because <laughs> underwhelming free agent signing last offseason, but does a lot of the little things in like similar to my guy Tice on both ends of the floor does a lot of the little things makes yeah. the right plays makes the right reads yeah. also does hustle plays and you need a couple of those guys in your rotation yeah uh, you even yeah. if they're not star caliber but they give you what they give you every single night yes. so yeah I, I would not be opposed to seeing Garrett Temple back on another you know vet minimum kind of contract mm-hmm. uh next season Mm-hmm. Appreciate Keishwo, by the way, who said Keishwo. thanks for everything this year, guys. Put this tip towards Lonzo. <laughs> we, we talked about Lonzo yesterday. I don't want to talk about Lonzo anymore right now. We know that he might be an option on the table that AK and Eversley pursue this offseason. Yeah. But appreciate the tip, Keishwo. I hope you had fun at the United Center tonight. Um, man, I can't wait, Big Dave, to see the United Center, hopefully, knock on wood, full of fans for their home opener next season. Yeah. I mean, you and me and John were doing it. I want to say on like March 7th or 8th mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. um, a couple of games, a couple of days before the NBA shut down mm-hmm. and being in that building and like, not only for us nerding out and like being in the media room, and being around media people and like seeing players walk by in the hallway in the tunnel on their way to the locker room right. and us being like, uh, jaw, <laughs> they're tall. <laughs> There's something about like when we walked from the media room into those extra corner media seats that will yeah. point oh, out to us that were available. What a moment. And you just looked around and like, even though last year, you know, it was a down year towards the end of the season, the UC was still pretty full of fans, not yeah. like at capacity, but, Certainly more than an empty stadium, certainly more than the, the measly four to five K that they've let in in these last handful of games. Correct. My hope is that what we see Eversley and AK do this offseason and what we see Levine with his determination to finally break through that barrier and be a team leader who leads his team to the playoffs next year, along with Vooch and what other other pieces are here. I hope that that is what fans at the United Center see next season yes. because god damn does this fan base deserve that after this stretch of half a decade mm, they deserve it man I mean the loyalty of Bulls fans like you said it earlier Matt in the show like when we were doing that he was like wait a minute there are people as crazy about the Bulls as we are like yeah and they're, and they're in droves <laughs> you know what I mean and they're global at the same time um yeah man like the Bulls fans deserve a winner they deserve some playoff basketball. This Chicago, bro. Like this ain't St. Sacramento. 
You know what I mean? This ain't these other little tiny that are just happy, just fielding a solid team. Now we used to go into the playoffs. Like we're used to at least being in the playoffs often. And we then we deal with stuff there. But the fact that we haven't been there is is new to a lot of Bulls fans because we're not used to that. And I appreciate having a front office that recognizes that fact. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope, this ain't what the Bulls are about. They're about winning. I get when you when your front office guy tells you, man, I got inspired watching the last dance that I called my, the guy I wanted to be GM earlier than when I was going to call him just to tell yeah. him he had the job so we could get started. He just wanted to get started at this after watching the last dance, man. Right. Every time you see AK, he's got on something with a bull on it. Like <laughs> it don't matter. Like and and then uh, didn't let Billy Donovan have an hour of rest before calling him and hounding him <laughs> after Donovan left the bubble when the Thunder right. lost. Right. It was like, yeah, where you at? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I mean, I'm going home for a second. All right, I'll meet you down there. AK text you up? Right. <laughs> it's three in the morning, AK. Oh, so you are up because you responded. Okay. <laughs> you want to meet? You want to talk? I'm not coming up. The, well, I'm coming down there. How about that? I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm showing up. Dude, I cannot. They they deserve it. Like, all these Bulls fans, all our fans here, all the passion they show us at, when, they're, when they're talking, all the ones we know on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and, all, and YouTube, and all those feeds. Right. We we see the passion and we see the hunger for Bulls fans. We we know it's there and we know that they deserve it. And it's awesome to have a fan base like that. You know, of course, you deal, you know, with the arguments that we go through. That's fine because we're all arguing because we want to be better. Because right. <laughs> we want a better team in the end. We just want to win. So the fact that it's a front office here now and a coaching staff now that understands that and isn't shaming you for that. Isn't, you know, like, eh, I don't know. You don't know what you're talking about kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they're not doing that. They, they're they like, no, yeah, you're right. This this ain't good. <laughs> We're going to change it. I love that, man. And that's just what makes me feel so good about going into the offseason. Yeah, it, it is a different feeling where I don't feel like I am resisting the attempt to be brainwashed mm. um, and, and just completely, you know, blinds pulled over by the people who run the team that I care more about than is healthy. Like, just yesterday, (laughs) yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of the Bulls blowing out the heat in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Dave, can Mm. you believe that that was 10 years ago now? Wow, man. Wow. 10 years ago. That's wow. That's wow. so somebody somebody posted, you know, the video of Taj dunking on Wade and then the, the Taj put back dunk towards the end of the fourth quarter. And it was I like and I, I've told you this before. I was in the building that night. I was mm. at the United Center for game one in 2011 against the Heat. Mm. And it was easily since being in that building back when the dynasty was rocking the best moment of my Chicago sports fandom. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched the Cubs win the World Series, and I was lucky enough to be at Wrigley for a couple of their playoff games, mm-hmm. none of the World Series games, but, like, when the Bulls beat the Heat in Game 1 in 2011, and I was at the United Center, I was like, this is this is what I remember as Bulls fan as a kid. Yeah, yeah. The, the building going nuts. Yeah. Guys jumping up on the be- off the bench cheering for their teammates because you're winning by 20 in the fourth quarter. The starters are sitting, and the scrubs are out there, and the scrubs are running the show. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that is what you and I grew up knowing as Bulls fans. True. And 
we have come so far away from that in this rebuild that clearly did not go the way that Jerry, John, and Gar intended it to. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, there is still so much work to be done. Sure. But I think the, the key point that we keep coming back to is it's been a year. Some Bulls fans are nuts and impatient and are already saying like, oh, I'm unimpressed with AK and Eversley. They don't know what they're doing. Why are they? And I am, meanwhile, saying I believe. Yes. All all of the years of cynicism in my very near rearview mirror, I'm saying I am believing that next season when the Bulls tip off in you know mid-late October for their mm-hmm. first game of a new season, I'm going to believe that they're going to be a playoff team. Yes. Yes. And that's, and it feels good. And it's not irrational. You know what I mean? It's not like you're pipe dreaming, you know, it makes sense because, because of what you've seen that and what they've told you. Unlike a certain friend of yours. Oh yeah. You know, who's been saying playoffs for years now. He has, it's, it's, yes, he has, (laughs) he has definitely been saying that. And won't it feel good for him to be right? Don't you want Fred to be right? <laughs> you want him to be right. You do want him to be right about the Bulls. Every, every once in a while, a blind squirrel finds a nut. Dude. Hey, man. Well, I hope it's a big one. <laughs> and I hope he enjoys it and he deserves it. So enjoy that, sir. But, man, they got a lot. Like you said, man, we're, we're not naive to it. They got work to, to do. And it's a lot of work they got to do. There's, you know, cap issues they're going to have to deal with. Uh, they're still the lottery, like you said, losing a bunch of ping pong balls after winning this game. It's definitely going to hurt those chances. There are guys that we got to get rid of, the guys that we might keep, guys that have player options who might, you know, come back in, like Aminu is one of those guys. Um, so it's definitely going to be like some maneuvering and a lot of things that are going to have to do. We're not naive to any of that. It's just that we know the person who's doing the maneuvering. <laughs> we're looking at the guys who are behind the scenes. We're looking at Mark Eversley, and we're looking at AK, and we're looking at Billy Donovan. And we're like, yeah, well, these guys seem like they want to put together something that wins and something that looks good. And then we also looking at the fact that there's going to have be an actual offseason now. There's actually going to be an actual training camp now. There's going to actually be a summer league now. <laughs> like these things are going to happen for this team. And it just feels good because you watch Patrick Williams and, you know, that young talent and you want to see it develop. And then knowing how Zach and Vooch can now have a chemistry, you know, on the floor that. You got a one-two punch for real. And knowing Kobe White is going to get better, you know, right. it, it just feels good. And and the moves that, you know, they're going to make to see who they could bring in here. So that's where all that joy comes from, guys. It's definitely from a place of logic. It's not from just a place of irrational hope. It's definitely logic behind all of this. And we're Logic. Mm-hmm. I love logic. You know yeah, that. I, I do know this, Matt. I do know this. <laughs> Shout out to Louise for the tip who said, gentlemen, thanks for rocking with us all season. Love. Love right back at you. Appreciate and you, appreciation. Um, here's an interesting quote from Billy Donovan post game. Just just came across my Twitter feed, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "We're trying to build a winning culture here, which speaks exactly to what you were just talking about." Talk to me. Talk and to me. <laughs> for me, I'm disappointed. I'll always look at things I could have done better in a unique year. I think the guys' chemistry was very, very good, but after the trade, we changed stylistically. What was hard to overcome was the amount of games we gave away. So, first thing, trying to build a winning culture. Second thing, I need to be better. Mm. And mm. all of you out there complaining about Donovan's X's and O's in a weird year like this, with a bunch of trades on deadline day and a weird overhaul of a roster, yes, we nitpicked 
some decisions he made with the rotation and will likely continue to do so because that's yes. what fans do. That's yes. what fans who watch every night do. What yes. the hell is our coach doing with our rotation? <laughs> I like this guy better than that guy. Exactly. But the fact that that is such a striking difference from he who must not be named. Mm-mm. Don't do it. What can I do better? That is Billy Donovan taking the advice of he who must not be named and a little introspection, right? Mm -hmm, What can mm -hmm. I do better? Mm -hmm. And he who must not be named never, on that regard, took his own goddamn advice. Not once. It's so refreshing to see that from our new coach. It's so nice, man, because that, that sounds like a winning coach, right? That sounds like somebody who's used to winning and having players actually like him. It's somebody right. who knows like how to draw a play. Like it just sounds super logical. We never saw Billy Donovan be rattled. Right. You know what I mean? Never just seen him get too high or get too low. I've seen him be flabbergasted like, oh, like that, you know, because of a bad play or something. But I've just never seen him just lose it or berate players or just irrationally at half court clapping, doing stupid stuff, thinking that's gonna change anything. No, he's just being calm and calm gave us every single lineup we wanted every lineup we wanted he gave it to us he was i mean we thought so many things would work he was like all right fine that didn't work what's next he wasn't beholden yeah. to anything because yeah. that goes back to what he said i have to get better i've got to do things i got to know what these players like and where they're comfortable so i can make these guys better so we can be a winning team winning culture not winning season not just winning a game winning culture that's the stuff we love to hear oh right Um, and as 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 we wrap up uh as as not that matt pointed out in the comments quick shout out to tony mr ku coach the waiter the croatian sensation our friend got the call to the hall of fame today and well deserved very much Our, our our buddy bulldog from nbc was like is tony is tony ku coach deserving of hall of fame and you and i were both immediately like Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I Not- got that same one from my nephew. He was like, oh, come on, man. Really? Tony Kuko? He's like, I ain't even trying to hate. But I, I was like, but you have to remember, this is the basketball Hall of right. Fame. Not, Not the, the NBA. NBA Hall of Fame. Correct, so he's man. got the three NBA titles and the sixth man of the year award. He also has three EuroLeague MVPs, three EuroLeague championships. A FIBA World Championship MVP. Mm-hmm. The dude's international basketball trophy case is cluttered. Yes, okay? it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's one of the 50 greatest players in FIBA. Like, he There's was voted a to that. reason, as much as it bugged Bulls fans, because it bugged Michael and Scotty, and mm-hmm. we, again, like many things, got a fresh reminder of that in the last dance. There's a reason Jerry Krause was obsessed with Tony Kukoc when no one else watching the NBA know, knew who the hell he was. Right. Which, by the way, we can all crack our jokes and you can all make your what-ifs for 98-99. Respect, respect the man Jerry Krause who organized six championship teams. Please. Yeah, the, the moves he made. And I know it's not did. popular to say among Bulls fans, but, but it's true. It's true. This dude was one of the greatest GMs ever in the history of the game. Seriously, the things he put together and the players that he brought in and the moves he made to continue to win six is insane. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like you said, Tony Kukos, that was complete. Listen, getting a Euro player at that time was completely against the grain. You know, it was it just wasn't done because Euro players like had that reputation. Like they're soft or 
they can't, you know, play this or play that. Like you would just see Sarunas Marshallonis and Detlef Shrimp and Rick Smith, Rick Smiths and guys like that. That's pretty much all you had. Tony right. Kuko was unheard of. He was set, damn near seven feet tall and could dribble and could run the, and run the point guard position, play inside and outside. Like that was unheard of. Like he was a right. uni- he was the original unicorn. Right. Like, he, he, you didn't see that. So Our all this just said Tony was the first Dirk. Yes. Like he really was. He really was. Like all a seven, these a seven players. footer who could shoot and put the ball on the floor. Yeah. That's him. Like all these players that you see now in the EuroLeague coming out, they all owe a debt to to Tony Kukoc because they all took something from Tony Kukoc. Like I will even when I watch Luca, I think of Tony Kukoc. Like I see yeah. him do stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's some Tony Kukoc in there, man. And Dirk, right. yeah, Dirk the, the greatest uh comparison you can see for it. And even in that, even with all of that, he wasn't even really in his real prime because he was in his prime when he was winning everything. He was basically the Michael Jordan of Europe. He still comes here, wins three titles in six man of the year and like countless game winners for this team. Like right. I remember finals games that Tony Cook, we wouldn't have won without Tony Kukoc. I remember he dropped 30 on the Utah Jazz oh. when nobody could score. I remember Dude. that game. Come on, he, man. He had some big games for us in 98 especially yeah when scotty's back was bum and dennis was just old and tired and didn't give a fuck anymore yes yeah like tony was big in a lot yeah. of games for us down the stretch colossal um, colossal i mean love just him. just great stuff love tony man. And, and hey remember that time that we met tony at the bulls charities gala he's, he's our friend he's our he's friend our, tony our, Kukoc, our friend tony Kukoc. all right really last thing tonight dave because I want to end on a positive note. And when Ooh. it comes to this bull season, the biggest positive note, let's put another heap of respect on the name of one Zach Levine. Come on, man. Here's here's a real quick rundown for you. Sure. 27.4 points per game, which is going to be in the top 10 in the NBA scoring this season. Career high. Five rebounds a game. Career high. 4.9 assists per game. Hmm. Career high. from the field, career high. 41.9 from downtown, career high. 84.9 from the free throw line, career high. And let's also acknowledge the fact that the man upped his game on the defensive end as well. And we've we've flirted with this stat all season long. We didn't know if it was going to be there or not at the end. It's official. Zach Levine joins Larry Bird, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant in mm. NBA history as players to average at least 25 points per game on 50, 40, 80 from the free throw line, and a true shooting percentage at or above 60. I don't even have none of that. Zach Levine. This all I got to Appreciate this man, Bulls fans. Mm. Mm. I ain't got none to add to that, Matt. That's, this is all I got to add. That right there. That's special, ladies and gentlemen. Special. Appreciate it. And he's still going to be here next year. All-star. All-star. Earned an all-star nod. All-star. We honestly didn't know what we were getting other than a really athletic guy who was known for dunk contests Mm -hmm. who just tore his ACL. Right, exactly. That's the guy that showed up in the Jimmy trade. Mm -hmm. And look at what he has turned himself into. Yeah. And any Bulls fan who does not appreciate that, does not appreciate this man, I I don't know what planet you're living on, but mm-hmm. it certainly ain't here with us on Earth. Because wake up and appreciate how good this dude is. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. 
It's all you got to do. We'll we'll see. We'll see if we can get some some extension negotiations with Zach going on this summer. That's one of many things on AK and Eversley's list of Mm -hmm. things to talk about, Mm -hmm. things to hopefully accomplish. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless. Amazing. Unless something wild happens, we know that this dude's going to be rocking a Bulls jersey again next season and hopefully beyond. And he is very, very good at basketball. (laughs) And even in a frustrating season like this, you know what was always fun to watch? Zach Levine played basketball. Levine. My goodness. You know one thing I don't think people understood, Matt, about him, and a lot of people just didn't know, was his work ethic. I don't think they understood how basketball crazy he is. And to go from what he was to developing the player he is now, like you said, even after the knee injury, who really comes back better, you know, after tearing their knee like that? Like it doesn't, it doesn't really happen that way. Um, But he came back a better player and now he's not just a good player. He's officially a star. (laughs) Like, because you know why? Because he's an all-star. Right. (laughs) Like he has right there in the name. It's right there in the name. Yeah, it's right there, bro. He is an all-star. He is a star. And we have him on our team. And he loves playing here in Chicago and being the man for us. And now we're getting him some help. Now we got a guy who can go out and talk to other stars. Because mm-hmm. stars got to run together. You know, you can't be letting to the star circle unless you are one. So now you got a guy who can actually be in those circles with them and have those conversations. And it's just fun now, you know, and it's good for it's just good for this team going forward. Because, listen, this man is sick of losing. I saw it today, Matt. The games that he's played, the most games he's ever won in his career. I'm just talking about games that he's actually played. The most he's ever won in his career, 29. And that was with Minnesota. He has never won, as I keep saying, he's never won four games in a row in his NBA career. He hasn't been on a 500 team. Like, like there's there's no wins behind that. Oh, that's about to stop. Mm. (laughs) Oh, that's about. Stop, man! Mm-hmm. All that coming next year. All that coming in the offseason. Oh. Well, on that very, very positive note, we conclude the Bulls' 2021 season. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us here on Hot Mike, and those of you watching on YouTube all season long. Like we said, we'll probably hop back on here on Hot Mike and do some of these NBA playoff games we got coming up because there's sure. going to be some fun competition in the NBA playoffs this season. We can't get enough NBA basketball, and we can't get enough hanging out with you guys, uh, our fellow Bulls fans. So right. appreciate and respect y'all um, so much, more than you know. Shout out to our pal John, who started his vacation early, but he'll be back if we do some playoff games. Shout out to our guy C-Dub, who has been rocking with us behind the scenes all season long. Mm-hmm. Check out Bowl on Bulls, the whole Bowl Sports ah. family on YouTube, in your podcast feeds. And in the meantime, if for whatever reason you miss Hearing me on here, you can always find us at Locked On Bulls, your team every day. Uh, Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Big Dave, my friend. I love you. I miss you. you. Yes, sir. We we are so close. You, me, John, our boy Bulldog. We're going to get together. We're going to watch an NBA playoff game. We're going to have a pint. Please. We're we're doing this. Like It's going to happen. Like Just know it. It's going to happen. It's official. Vaccination. (laughs) Vaccination. (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll uh, (laughs) keep an eye on us uh, on Twitter. We'll let you know the first playoff game that we're going to do. So we can be back here hanging out with you again very soon. Until then, be well. Take good care of each other. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. We will see you soon. 